0: The Jesuits and spiritual directors of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center invite you into prayer. As we begin our prayer time, we pause for a moment, rest our bodies, and sense God's loving gaze upon us. God is here, inviting us to be still and know that I am God. We ask God for the grace to enter into the space of the outcast, the outcast who are a part of God's world. Our reading is from the Gospel of Matthew. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. And as he sat at dinner in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and were sitting with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard this, he said, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners. This week's contemporary voice is from John Halsey. It seems to me that the human race, all of us, are being given the choice of two ways. We can go one way, which is plowing along the road of power, trampling on people, barking like a dog, the way people in my firm treated their workers. If you choose to go that way, it leads eventually to the bomb and disfiguration and unimaginable horror. The other way we can choose is to go towards Christ in his littleness and his suffering and in his way to the cross and in his movement down among the little people and among the poor. And that is the way to his glory. There is Christ in the dazzling brightness of his love. That is the alternative. Let these words sink into your soul. Next week's reflection is from CK Fuino.
1: Being with the outcast, hmm, Jesus set out that day to do the ministry that he was called to do, to create an atmosphere of forgiveness and tolerance for all. He was never a part of the inside group, always the one on the outside. And this day he wanted that group of people who were never accepted in society to know that they were not lost that they were not sick, they could be healed, they could be forgiven. So he sat down to share a meal with them, to put his hand in the bowl of the hummus or the olive oil, to break off a piece of bread and share it with another, to pour out wine from a jug into his glass and that was a shared jug with others, to have conversation around the table about life, love, and forgiveness of sins. These were literally lost ones. A tax collector assumed that role because there was no other work in town for him. No one else would hire him. He had no family skills to inherit. He wasn't taught to be anything, but he had an affinity for numbers, and he also knew everyone in town. He knew and understood the economics of that town better than any of the Romans who ruled. So he had his own value, even if the town itself considered him lost. You see, Jesus' ministry needed leaders, disciples, and they were needed from the areas where his ministry was targeted, those who were not forgiven. Tax collectors were just a step above the lowest of any group. And to many, they were traitors to their own heritage and their faith, sinners who were not accepted in the synagogue. And yet Jesus chose Levi. Matthew to be one of his own and when he called him Levi leaves his tax collection booth and immediately follows Jesus. I wonder how they spent their day. Perhaps with Levi they visited other tax collectors and invited them to a dinner meeting to hear some good news. They trusted Levi and dinner was at his home so why not go? It was easy for Jesus to be with these outcasts because it's really who Jesus was too. James Merritt calls Jesus a misfit, out of place with the rest of the religious world. A teacher who healed and offered forgiveness instead of demanding something be given. A man who brought the outcast into his space or entered theirs, not pushing them away. A man who allowed children come to Him and told the world they should be like children. These tax collectors are part of God's world, created by God in the image of God. Why should they be outcast or cast out? Jesus' entire life was sharing mercy and love. He was the heartbeat of God right here on earth for us to see. And if we want to be like Jesus, we need that same heartbeat. Gather the outcast and bring them in sit with them, eat with them, share your time with them. Those who already know don't need to be told. Those who have been forgiven understand forgiveness. Those who have love, give love. The sick need healing, not those who are well. And if we're going to be like Jesus, we can't simply tell the stories, we must act them out. We go where they are, the coffee shops, the restaurants, our places of business, and the grocery stores, in living rooms and football stadiums as we cheer for our teams, share the word of Jesus, forgiveness and life for all. Look everywhere because there's no telling where the lost one might hide, in a crack in the floor of abuse, behind a door of trafficking, buried under the weight of depression or shame, or simply in the plain sight right beside you? What will happen if you don't find them? Are you willing to leave them where they are? What if someone you loved and simply walked away from them? If you call yourself a Christian, you cannot just sit here and leave the sick sick.
0: Speak to God in these final moments about whatever is stirring in your heart. (music) Thank <music> you. Lord, we pray to hear your call to each of us, especially to those we choose not to see, for they are the ones who need you and us the most. Allow us to be present, to share the table and the conversation of your love. Remind us that those we often overlook are more like you than those all dressed up and living well. Amen.